Welcome to 69 Admins. For release on July 8th, this is the 7th episode. We are finally back on track with the planning syllabus. Before we dive into this week's discussion, though, we have to talk about some movement in the world around us. Rarely does life take place on a straight path that moves ever forward. First, please bear in mind that the Writers Guild of America strike continues. The Screen Actors Guild may well join them if a contract is not settled by midnight on Wednesday, July 12. If you lose both the writers and the actors, you will end up with a vast wasteland of unscripted garbage like Survivor Put in Bay, The Real Housewives of Amish Country, The Bachelor, Love at the Lima Tank Plant, and The Biggest Loser, Ohio State House Edition. Both the writers and actors are quite likely to stay out on strike for a while. There's a big theme dividing them from the studios. What is television and film being created for? Is it being created as art? Is it being created solely for short-term immediate profit? Consider the case of the film Crater. It was produced for the Disney Plus streaming platform. It was released on May 12, 2023. It survived not even a full seven weeks. Not only was the movie canned, it was also deleted from the surface. There's no minimum runtime in any contract requiring it to be available on the service, so the film will no longer be able to be seen by anyone. There was no known release of the film on physical media, so unless Midwest Tape out in the suburbs of Toledo or Shout Factory out in Los Angeles struck a deal quietly with Disney, the film is effectively lost to antiquity. The film only cost a mere $53.4 million to produce, and now Disney can take an, quote, asset impairment, unquote, right down on its financials thanks to making the film disappear. This gooses their profits and even nets them a tax write-off. As the headline states at the Boy Genius Report blog, Disney Plus is removing shows and movies faster than we can watch them. That's where it comes down to a large disagreement between writers, performers, and the studios. What will be remembered? Short-term profits? Art that survives throughout the ages? Which one is more important? At this point, society is prioritizing profit above all else. Despite much of the happy talk as we supposedly try very hard to ignore the scourge of COVID-19 in our world, we never, pardon me, we never truly return to normalcy. Our economy is in many sectors still balanced on knife edge where wrong moves in one direction or another can upset things in very short order. We pause for a moment for a public service announcement from the United States Social Security Administration before we continue. low income can mean making tough choices. Choosing between paying for food or medication or a place to live is a reality for many people. Do you know someone who could use some extra help? Find out about the Supplemental Security Income Program, SSI, administered by Social Security. 
You could receive monthly SSI payments if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. SSI is money you can use to help pay for basic needs, like putting food on the table, keeping the lights on, paying the rent. It can mean new shoes for growing feet or help with medical needs. Call 1-800-772-1213 or visit ssa.gov SSI to schedule an appointment or start to apply today. That's ssa.gov SSI. This message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. As we enter a time when the profitability of streaming services winds up in doubt, we need to talk about what the different types of services happen to be. Bear in mind, there is not one single type in play. Many people are familiar with commercials on traditional television for subscription video-on-demand services like Netflix and Prime Video. Those two services dominate the market for viewers. They're very much like a cross between a membership at a video store of old like Blockbuster and a cable television system. You are able to access shows and content on demand. Rather than it being material that you only find on tape or disc, you have it come to you via internet distribution. Rather than it being solely things for the home video market, you have access to shows that were just on TV, perhaps even the night before. Now other systems exist, such as advertising-supported video-on-demand. The biggest players in this are things like Tubi and Pluto TV, although there are other players in niche areas. If you have been paying attention to the picks of the week so far, I have tried to ensure that they have not required subscriptions for access. There's also the very niche item known as free ad-supported television or fast channels. Now, right now, this appears to be the mainstreaming method that actually has any profit to it. Picture a regular broadcast or cable channel. Now, picture an infinite number of possible channels that you can access via the internet. In addition to their video on demand offerings, you have both Tubi and Pluto TV bringing such fast channels to their users. Various other services integrate such channels too. There's free open source software known as Owncast, available that you can use with the tool, such as Open Broadcaster, to create your own fast channel. How you manage the bandwidth concerns and the content delivery network problem is a problem left to the listener to figure out and perhaps present a good explanatory paper on. Now, if you aren't looking for niche offerings and just want you know, virtual cable service, well, you can get that too. There's an offering known as YouTube TV that brings you regular channels plus the YouTube you know. This is not free, mind you. There are matchmaking tools out there to help you pick a service and the show post at 69admins.com will link to some of them for you to consult. For example, suppose s-u-p-p-o-s-e dot tv slash tv one of them that you can look at. 
When choosing between all these offerings, you have to think about things. What is it you watch? What is it you want to watch? Don't pay for things you don't watch. Don't, pardon me, don't shortchange yourself though. There are options available to meet the wishes of most people. I am one of the edge cases in that the matching tools either cannot give answers or give me very, very high price bundles as I end up watching very obscure things from their perspective. Such is life, I suppose. Planning and thoughtfulness is key to not paying an arm and both legs for streaming. Our pick of the week this week is an on-demand program from Tubi. There is a kind of eccentric spoof of Star Wars that came out of Japan back in the late 1970s called Message from Space. It isn't meant to be funny, but it is. With all the craziness going on in the world, it is a good bit of escapism from the madness around us. I will include a link in the show post so that you can find it and enjoy it and wonder just what sort of narcotics were they consuming when they wrote this one. Thank you for joining us. This program was produced in Ashtabula by Eerie Looking Productions. Be seeing you. Please hang up and try again.